Hello everyone, this is Dr. Allison DeBardo-Goggin with Little Black Bag Medicine, and today we are going to be talking about how to get more sleep. So, most people have a hard time falling asleep or staying asleep, or a combination where you're just tossing and turning all night. And the most important thing to focus on is actually your blood sugar and what you're eating throughout the day. So, when you go to sleep, your brain still needs nutrition and sugar and energy. And so since you're asleep, your brain can't tell you to go up and get some food. So what it does is it goes to the adrenals, it sends out hormone messengers, and the adrenals release cortisol. And that cortisol goes to the liver to release and create sugar so the brain can be fed with sugar. Now what happens is if you have adrenal fatigue or you have really bad blood sugar issues, you're not eating consistently or storing good sugars and fats, your adrenals will either release cortisol, but your liver can't handle it, or your adrenals won't be able to release cortisol and they're going to be releasing epinephrine and norepinephrine. And what do those two things do? They wake you up. And if it's really extreme, people will wake up with panic attacks, asthma attacks, and their body will just shut down. So if you are struggling with falling asleep or staying asleep, the most important thing that you can do is get a good handle on your blood sugar levels, which means you have to eat consistently throughout the day. You cannot skip skip meals, so that means no skipping breakfast and then skipping lunch or going and getting coffee and a muffin for breakfast at the drive-thru, not eating until one o'clock in the afternoon, and then binging at dinner and even going into the night and binging on food and snacks and candy and ice cream, and then wondering why you're having a hard time sleeping. So you have to maintain a consistent blood sugar throughout the day. Eat breakfast, even if it's something small. Focus on protein and vegetables as much as you can. And of course, you already know this, to stop eating sugary snacks at night because you're disrupting your blood sugar that way as well. So it takes about a week, I would say, to notice a major difference in your sleep. So don't say, oh, I ate consistently this one day and now I should be feeling great. No, I need you to do it for over a week to start noticing changes in your sleep. Now, the next topic is, well, I, you know, I eat okay, but it's really just stress that's keeping me awake. So what I would suggest is to keep a to-do list by your bed. Um, If you don't want to wake up and write things down, you could always use the voice recorder on your phone. So that way, when you have these thoughts or these issues come up, things that you remember that keep you up at night, to write them down. And that way, when you wake up in the morning, you can look at them, you can handle it, and you don't feel like you're missing something. Um, The other thing that I really suggest for my patients is prepping your morning at night. So instead of waking up, rushing around, trying to pack everyone's lunches, trying to make breakfast, get dressed, like look okay, get off to work, really make sure, get a to-do list every night and pre-pack lunches, have breakfast that's already set out, put out your cereal bowls, um, get out breakfast that you want to make in the morning or cook something in the crock pot overnight. So that way you can just wake up and go. And that'll reduce a lot of stress and things that you have to do. You know, make sure that your kid's homework is signed and in their backpack, everything's laid out. You know where your shoes are, you know what you're going to wear, and just really reduce that stress in the morning by taking care of it at night. 
And then if stress is this thing that's keeping you awake, listening to drumming or meditation music while you sleep can really impact how your body responds to sleep. So the next thing I want to talk about is if you feel like you can sleep all day, but you never feel rested. And part of that cycle is you might be sleeping in or hitting snooze or taking naps in the afternoon if you can. And then at night you're really struggling with sleep and then you feel like you have to make it up during the day. So the number one thing with this would be to stop napping as much as you can, stop sleeping in as much as you can, and really work to reset your circadian rhythm, your daily cycle. So I know it's hard. I live this too. So I say this with, I've been there. I know it's difficult. So going to sleep at the same time every night is extremely important if this is how you feel and waking up at the same time every morning. So set timers, set a routine, get your butt out of bed. And those, again, that first week is really the hardest week. And then once your brain resets, you're going to start feeling a lot better. You're going to start sleeping more consistently throughout the night and needing less nap time. If you are still sleeping, but you don't feel rested and you wake up, you say, oh, I slept nine hours, but I still want to sleep more. What this typically is, is adrenal hyperfunction or overworking. And it's really the beginning of adrenal fatigue. So most everybody thinks they have adrenal fatigue while most people do not. Their cortisol typically is in a good place, but the adrenals are just overworking. So of course you can do a saliva test to see where your cortisol is throughout the day. It should be high in the morning and start coming down throughout the day and low at night so you can fall asleep. So with the adrenal hyperfunction, you just need more and more sleep. So the number one thing I would also suggest for this situation is setting up a nighttime ritual to calm your body, calm your mind, whether that means you turn off all the TVs at eight o'clock, you take a shower, you set prep for your day, you read a book, you journal, you meditate, something, whatever it is that works for you. And of course, the adrenal overload also affects blood sugar. So you want to make sure that you are eating consistently throughout the day. You're not overloading your adrenals because you're not eating. So when you skip meals, your body starts to rely on hormones like cortisol and epinephrine to keep your energy up instead of sugar, fats, and proteins. So really keep that balanced blood sugar throughout the day. You can also increase omegas and healthy fats and introduce a meditation or mindfulness program to your daily routine. These little things throughout the day is what's going to help you sleep the most at night. And then what is your sleep environment at night? So if there's too much light, use an eye mask or some blackout curtains when you can. The eye mask, I think, is the biggest game changer for most people because it really just gets your mind to calm down and it really takes away that extra sensory with light and tossing and turning and always checking the clock. Ideally, you don't want to sleep with the TV on. And of course, think about your food, your drinks, that alcohol, coffee, tea, and sugar need to be cut out. I would say most of my patients come to me and they are drinking, uh, you know, a couple beers or glasses of wine at night, and then they're eating ice cream um, or candy, cookies, especially with the holiday season going on right now, and then wondering why they're wired until one or two o'clock in the morning. So cut out the sugar if you need to eat sugar, say after dinner, 
you know, eat it as soon as you can after dinner. Don't wait until 9, 10, or 11 o'clock at night right when you're trying to fall asleep and your body's trying to shut down. Another thing that we can do is start turning down the lights, shutting different lights off around the house so you can really recreate the natural lowering of the light throughout the year. So I know that it gets dark around 4.30 right now, which isn't helpful in the middle of winter. So just keep the lights low. Don't turn everything on. Really start to cut down on that. And of course, when the sun goes down, it's really important to put on blue filters, blue light filters on your laptop, on your phone, or wear blue light blocking glasses when you're watching TV to cut down on the stimulation to your brain that it's still light out. And then what is your waking environment? So if you're hitting snooze, if you're rushing, are you skipping breakfast? All these things that we went over. But what I really want to hit on right now is if you're hitting snooze, that you are having a really hard time waking up, that your energy is really low, or you're the type of person who needs like six coffees to get going in the morning. One thing that I want you to really just focus on is getting up with your first alarm do not hit snooze. And the next thing I want you to do, because this, what this is going to do is work on your um, cortisol awakening response. It's going to give your cortisol a nice big boost, which is what we want. We want high cortisol in the morning for energy. So if you can, look outside right away and get that sunlight on your eyes. If you can't, because it's still dark out, get a sunlight lamp um, that you can plug in, put it in your bathroom, um, turn it on as much as you can handle, brush your teeth, get ready for the morning, do what you have to do, but get that sunlight on your eyes so it's triggered your brain to start waking up, triggers your hormones to start waking up. And then what I want you to do is about um, two to three minutes of high-intensity exercises like jumping jacks, push-ups, squats, something to get your heart rate up just a little bit because that's also going to help your cortisol awakening response. And this is just going to give you so much more energy. Again, not the first day, not the second day, not the third day. Give yourself a week. Just say, I'm going to do this for one week and see how my body changes. I'm going to eat every day. I'm going to eat every few hours. I'm not going to skip meals. I'm not going to just eat sugar for breakfast and really do these things and focus in on them. So, of course, um, the next and last thing I want to talk about real quick is what do we do about oils and supplements? Um, I think that's the most common question I get asked is, what oils do you recommend for sleep? And that's such a complicated question because sleep is not a sleep issue. Sleep is a blood sugar. It's a stress. It's a hormone issue. It's a lifestyle issue. So I can't just say, oh, I use lavender and vetiver and balance. Those are my oils. And they are because that might not work for you. So when it comes to essential oils, I really just want you to play. I want you to figure out what works for you. And I want you to remember that your blood sugar is the most important. So maybe it's not the calming oils that you need. Maybe it's balance for your blood sugar and putting that on your feet before you go to sleep. Maybe it's lemon in your water and drinking that throughout the day. And of course, doTERRA has the Serenity capsules and now the new Adaptive capsules, which are amazing. They are very, very helpful, but they're also not a one-hit wonder. You need to be really consistent to balance your adrenals, your brain, and your hormones. And then the last thing that I use is Apex Energetics has a great product called Adrenacalm, and it's a cream. And I just put it on my wrist or um, behind my knees because there's good blood 
supply there and it is calming for the adrenals and the blood sugar as well so with that plus my oils plus my daily routine this got me sleeping really well so if you're tossing and turning ask yourself did i eat today was i consistent did i take care of myself and where's my stress level at and it will help you make it through so if you want to connect, you can find me on littleblackbagmedicine.com. On Facebook, I'm at Little Black Bag Medicine. I do have a free Facebook community called Daily Dose with Dr. Allison and my Empath support group, which is Empath Energy and Intuition. So I hope to connect with you online and we will chat tomorrow. Thanks.